What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. How's everyone doing out there? Happy Monday. Happy September 13th. And uh, how was the weekend? How were your bets? How was the first weekend of NFL football? Did it go well for you? Did, uh, did you hit some winners? Did it come crashing down? Whatever it is, it's only one weekend, right? There lots to look forward to coming up in the next couple of months. Uh, our quick picks went 2-2-1 two, two, and one over the weekend. Uh, brings our total record to, let's see, we posted on our Twitter page, on our bio, at Sharp Angle Pod. Give us a follow if you're not already. Uh, total record is 115, 87, and 10. Just below 57% with a break-even percentage of about 53.5. So, uh, good stuff. You know, 2-2-1 two, two, and one on the weekend. And uh, we'll go over those picks here in just a few minutes. But let's rewind to uh, Saturday because uh, college football this weekend was nuts. Obviously, Ohio State losing to Oregon. You know, that was, I mean, what, 14.5-point favorites at home, and Oregon goes and beats them. So this is a reminder that the margin between teams is not nearly as wide as a lot of us think it is, even for teams like Clemson, uh, Ohio State. I mean, look at what happened. So Alabama has been doing so well and just blowing teams out. I think we all kind of reset our standard or the bar for what a great team is, but there's Alabama and then a whole bunch of teams on the next level. And Ohio State was one of those teams. So losing to Oregon, I think that says a lot more about the Ducks than it does Ohio State. The Buckeyes are still going to be a really good team. If they go undefeated, who knows what can happen, but huge win for the Ducks. And it's time that people start paying attention a little bit more, I think, to Pac-12 football. Uh, Speaking of Pac-12 football, the CU Buffs almost upset Texas A&M in Denver, and uh, 10-7. I mean, that game was close throughout. I was actually there at the game. And, uh, I mean, CU had their chances to win it. You know, it's funny. You watch a, a national highlight of the game. All anyone talks about is one fourth down stop. It's like, okay, well, there was a lot more in the game that happened. But A&M, I mean, I honestly, not just because of that game, I have not been a huge supporter of A&M. I'm selling my stock. I don't think, you know, I just think they're way, way overhyped and overrated this season. So, uh, speaking of overhyped, overrated, Florida State starting the year 0-2. And, and I do feel bad because I do like McKenzie Milton, but my God, they lost to Jacksonville State on a last-second 60-yard Hail Mary. I mean, inexcusable. You know, you, you think that things are starting to turn around out in Florida State, and clearly, you know, that that's not the case. So, uh, the Seminoles go in the wrong direction, losing to Jacksonville State. Uh, speaking of going the wrong direction, Washington now 0-2, and I think it's all about their head coach. His name is is slipping my mind right now, but uh, Michigan looks really good, and you know I think that they deserve the win there. Uh, efficient offense, efficient quarterback, but that was more about Washington. They look bad. Like I said, bad coaching staff, and uh, that, <laughs> that was one of my surprise teams of the year. I will admit it. That was one of my teams in the Pac-12. Watch out for Washington. Oh, boy. Uh, Iowa, Iowa State. How about that? How about the great Matt Campbell going down? I couldn't. I, I was getting so pissed off on Saturday morning because college game day, Matt Campbell, Matt Campbell, Matt Campbell, oh, Matt Campbell. And I know they were in Ames. I get it. They were there for the Iowa State game. Can we look at any other school? Can we focus on any other game? It's like, yeah, da, da, da. I feel like ESPN was trying to make up for other times where they hadn't gone to Ames, Iowa. And I don't blame them. It's Ames, Iowa. 
But, I mean, look, this is exactly who I thought Iowa State was. They're a good team. Not great. Matt Campbell's a good coach. Not great. That Iowa game did not surprise me one bit. We gave Iowa out on our quick picks, and uh, I think they were clearly the better team. Uh, Texas losing to Arkansas. Texas is not, in fact, back. And I love after the game how Sarkeesian just shits all over all his new players. That's a great way to get recruits heading into the SEC is when you lose, just blame all the kids for everything they could have done. Bad look for Sark, bad look for Texas. And uh, it's funny. Program by program, it's like, hey, you think that things are going to turn around. New coaches, new regimes. Florida State, Texas, Iowa State. Same old story. So college was a lot of fun this weekend, a lot of surprises. And uh, if you guys want an update on, you know, what happens, some college football news, picks for next week, listen to College Football Tailgate wherever you're listening to this show. New episode coming out tomorrow morning. All right, uh, NFL, uh, Tua and Mac Jones. I wanted to start off and talk about this because Tua looked really bad. And... There's always the, the, this sentiment in the NFL and college too, where Square or uh, you know the public betters don't want to bet on bad quarterbacks. You know, um, that's a flaw. You know, because it, it's everything is incorporated into the line. If you have a bad quarterback, that's incorporated in the line. You shouldn't just make a bet because a quarterback is bad. But it's interesting because when a quarterback looks as I'd say unpredictable and their results are as volatile as Tua Tungaviola, he's very tough to bet on. And again, I want to be careful because it's a very square thing to say, to be like, yeah, they looked bad, therefore I'm not betting on them. But to put your money on the Dolphins, a.k.a. Tua, it's very, very difficult for me to do that and expect some kind of an outcome. You know, it's the volatility is way too high. Tua can't be trusted. He looked terrible this weekend. He made the mistake... Didn't have to pay for it. Mac Jones was a better quarterback, and that was pretty clear to me. Uh, new quarterbacks all around the league. It's, it's it's crazy how many new quarterbacks are in the NFL this year. Uh, Sam Darnold going up against Zach Wilson in the battle of new and old Jets quarterbacks. Uh, Carolina got the win there. I think it was 20 to... I forget the score off the top of my head, but Carolina ends up winning, barely covering, and uh, Zach Darnold looked... Uh, or Sam Darnold, I should say, Looked really good. At least, I mean, that's the thing is you go to the Jets, you don't have much of a chance. You go to Carolina, at least somewhat of a competent organization, that's what you look like. Is Sam Darnold the next Tom Brady? No. I mean, I still have him in between 20 and 25 in my ratings, but he looked a lot better than he had before in his career. Uh, Green Bay looked, boy, they looked good, didn't they? Whew. Green Bay looks amazing. Aaron Rodgers is certainly starting the year off hot. No, I mean, look, uh, Sean Payton, New Orleans, they were ready to go. How about Jameis Winston? I mean, I've been saying it now for weeks. Jameis is going to have the best year of his career. It's not even going to be close. Uh, New Orleans showing us all what they're made of. And uh, look, again, I think it's so important that when you have a right combination of coach and quarterback, that's exactly what can happen. So Jameis is in a great spot. He's going to have a big year. And uh, New Orleans embarrasses Green Bay in week one. And finally, Denver uh, beating the New York Giants on the road. The Chargers beating the uh, Washington football team on the road. The Chiefs come back winning against the Browns. And, of course, the Raiders play tonight. I said it a couple weeks ago. I think the AFC West, right along with the NFC West, one of the best divisions in football. Week one we saw it, and I think we continue to see that for uh, the foreseeable future. So 
Uh, Denver, the AFC West, looks really, really good this weekend. All right, quick picks. Let's get to these before we get out of here today. Two, two, and one over the weekend for our quick picks. On Saturday, we went one, one, and one. We won our Premier League game with Brighton. Uh, we had Brighton, Hove Albion, draw, no bet. They won one nothing against Brentford. We lost our parlay thanks to Texas fucking that one up for us. We had uh, Texas and Michigan in a parlay, and Sarkeesian blew that. And then our draw was Northern Illinois plus seven against Wyoming. That ended 50 to 43. Wyoming got the win there. So we went one, one, and one on Saturday. Uh, a one and one day on Sunday. Our win was the Detroit Lions plus nine and a half. That score was 41 uh, 33. And then our loss was Washington. Yeah, it was 2016. Uh, we had Washington minus one and a half. They lost to the Chargers. And I want to say this exactly what I came on here and said last week. You don't come on after normal things happen in a football game and bitch and complain about wins or losses, okay? I actually got a DM from a listener who apparently was making some of these bets, and he was like, oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick got hurt, fuck that, you know, we would have won that handicap if it weren't for Ryan Fitzpatrick. And while I appreciate the listeners caring enough to <laughs> DM and console me and be like, hey, don't worry about it, buddy, good job. That's football, guys. Like, I'm not going to bitch about that. A quarterback gets hurt, obviously it, it damages your handicap, but that's part of the game. You know, if you have a UFC fight, it's like, oh, well, he would have won if he, if he didn't get hit in the third round. If you bet on a baseball game, well, we wouldn't have won if he didn't give up that home run in the eighth. You know, they like that's what happens. That's what we bet on. So it's like, well, you we would have won that bet if Ryan Fitzpatrick would have got hurt. It's like, well, yeah, I'm not willing to say that. I mean, look at our Lions bet. We ended up backdooring that. You know, the games are going to go our way. Games are not going to go our way. Sitting there and trying to nitpick why are we won and lost based on what happened in the game, little things about the game of football, you're going to waste your time and you're going to waste your money. If anything, refine your process and make sure you're doing the best job you can. All right, that does it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, good luck, whatever you have going on tonight. I'm leaning Oakland plus three and a half. Nothing major, though. But uh, good luck, whatever you guys have. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.